Hello, everybody. Here I'm there to talk about Anchor. It's one of the best podcast uh, platforms that you can you can uh, go on. You can put all your podcasts on Apple, Google, any place. Any place to put up your podcast, you could all do it in one place. Anchor has all the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. And you can distribute any of your, your podcasts on any platform like Apple, Spotify, Anchor, you know, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeart, everything. It's everything you need you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. And let me tell you, I have had great experience with Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today. That is Anchor FM to get started today. Welcome to Cindy and Joe's show. I'm Joe. Cindy's on the road getting ready for her Republican convention where she's hoping to be the next Secretary of State nominee for the Republican Party. So there's a lot of good things happening with the Cindy and Joe show. And today we are talking the lines, right? And I think that people, I'm starting to get a little bit pissed off, just to be honest. These ideas of taking an effing quarterback at two or 32 are the dumbest things that I've ever heard in my entire life. Okay? I'm looking to the CBS mock, right? I'm looking to the CBS mock. The Lions take at two, Aiden Hutchinson. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm great. That's cool. That's actually one of my better picks, right? But you go to 32, and this is where it turns into comedy hour. The Lions select at 32, Desmond Ritter, quarterback from Cincinnati. And do you know who they pass on? Do you know who they pass on? Devin Lloyd, the linebacker from Utah, and Nicobe Dean, the linebacker from Georgia, and David Ojabo from Michigan. Now you might be saying David Ojabo is going to be hurt, so why would they take him? Why would they take him? Why would they take him? Because it actually fits their timeline. See, people don't really understand that you're still about a year away from becoming a contender, okay, at, at most. Um, and let's just ride this Jared Goff train until it falls. And then you can go get your quarterback next year and go maybe in the trade market and trade for a QB that becomes available. Like we've seen this rotation of quarterbacks like Russell Wilson coming and leaving Seattle, go to Denver. You know, you've seen, you're going to see Baker Mayfield gone. You're going to see, you know, there's a bunch of quarterbacks that are always, you know, Deshaun Watson went to Cleveland. It's important to remember that. But it's also important to remember that picking a quarterback this year would be the ultimate same old Lions. And you ask me, why? Why would it be the same old Lions? And why would it that be a same old Lions move when Lions need a quarterback? Do they need a quarterback that bad? No. They don't need a quarterback that bad. They really have to reach on a quarterback. You know, Malik Willis is good as good as Malik Willis is, right? As good as Malik Willis is. Malik Willis has been compared to uh, a guy that I think a lot of people don't really understand, but they basically don't understand because they're not really that smart. But Malik Willis has been compared to EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel had a great arm, and he sucked in Buffalo. Absolutely sucked in Buffalo. 
I um I don't really understand this. You know, if you look at the I love the way the NFL mock draft database turns this into a graph. So in February in February uh you know, Malik Willis was going to be uh, the one of the the bottom picks of the round, right? Then he had a good he had a good he had a good uh, uh, pro day, uh, good combine, and he rocketed up the board. So, you know, you look at him, he, he played at Auburn. You know, he had to transfer from Auburn because he wasn't getting playing time, which if you can get playing time over Bo Nix, I don't know if that tells you anything. But, like, I just can't believe, like, people think that, first of all, be, the Lions taking a quarterback would just be an absolute SOL-type move. And if they actually went into the, the 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 draft, right, and they passed on the Devin Lloyd, they passed on a Nakobe Dean, that would be the biggest stupid move that they've ever made. And and there's another player that I really think is getting a lot of love, but he shouldn't be getting a lot of love, and that's Trayvon Walker. You know, a lot of people love Trayvon Walker. They think because he has the potential and the upside, and he's played to Georgia, and he he's, he played alongside the that, that great defense that they had at Georgia. It really helps when you have a guy like Jordan Davis up the middle that really takes blocks away from you, you know, because he's an absolute mammoth human being. But this this just reality that the Lions need to take a quarterback and the Lions need to take Trayvon Walker because he played at Georgia, blah, 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 blah. Hopefully, um, Brad Holmes is smarter than that. Because hopefully... This draft is not really the best draft to be drafting in number two. And I, I think this will test how good Brad Holmes really is, how good he can be, and what he can really put this team in, in into, into can he make this team a contender? You're really going to know about Brad Holmes this year. You're going to know about him and his the way that he um, – he operates in the way that he drafts, and you're going to see a steady track record of how he drafts. And um, it's it's amazing to me that people, you know, they don't really don't want to listen. They don't they don't want to listen. I think you got to listen to this, okay? I don't think people are aware that Brad Holmes. In this Detroit Lions regime, they were given six years on their contract. Okay, they didn't. They didn't inherit anything from uh, the Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia era, except Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnow. Thank you for that, Romeo Aquara. You know, they 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 inherited some decent players, but they have they didn't they, they lost all their stars. Quandre Diggs was traded away for nothing. Darius Slay was traded away for nothing, and that's just what you had to deal with. Bottom line, this team needs talent. They need elite talent. They don't need positional value. Yeah, you want to get a defensive end. I agree. You don't, if you, you know, if they pick the safety over a linebacker or a wide receiver over a linebacker, I know a lot of people really just want defense. You know, that's what we did with Bob Quinn. We drafted a Tabor, uh, you know, Tease Tabor. Because we needed a corner, and he was a bust. You needed a linebacker. You drafted 
Jelani Tavai. He was a bust. You needed a tight end back in the day. You drafted Eric Ebron, and you drafted him over Aaron Donald, over OBJ. You you needed a tight end, you know, uh, when TJ Hawkinson came out, so you took TJ Hawkinson. Sometimes, you know, using the positional value is the biggest farce. Biggest farce. You can't use positional value as your tactic. You know, if you want, if you want to say we need an edge rusher, we need an edge rusher because I want to rush the pass or I want to, I want to get to the, the quarterback. That's well warranted. But you got to understand: is that edge rusher good? You know, does that general manager, that edge rusher, does he see that player being a starter? Or when you get in later rounds, do you see this guy being a meaningful player that can play snaps? Bottom line. Positional value be damned. You needed a linebacker, Jablani Tavai. How'd that work out? Not good, did it? Not good. There is no positional value with this Detroit Lions team. If you think positional value is actually a thing that the Lions should actually uh, adhere by, you're dope. The Lions need talent. That's what they need. They need talent. They need elite talent. That's what the Lions need. They don't need to reach for a defensive end when they, ha- you know, when, when they have Romeo Quara. You know, they don't need these guys. You know, and be, and I, I love how the draft ends after the first round for some of these 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 guys. I, I mean, I have Detroit Lions news, and I, I see the comments all the time. Why didn't we take a line, why didn't we take a linebacker? You know, why did we take a wide receiver? Because you need a wide receiver. It's an offensive league. Let's see what Jared Goff has before we toss him in the trash. This is what the Detroit Lions need to do. They need to figure out if Goff is truly the answer, and if Goff can lead them to. A big, you know, uh, a good record next year. More for it, you know. Jared Goff and the possibility of drafting quarterback. The talk is always just talk. You know, he talked about it with the, uh, with the team, with the, the, the we, uh, what's it, you know, what's it got with the press. Um, I think the Detroit Lions have a real good opportunity. You know, the Lions have a really good opportunity to be good, better next year. Will they be great? No, I don't think they'll be great. They're far along the lines of that. But if I'm the Detroit Lions, I would love to just draft the best player that comes to us at two. And don't make the mistake of drafting a quarterback at 32 because that doesn't usually work. If you look at the, the percentages of those quarterbacks taken in that, that realm of the draft, they usually don't pan out. You know, there's there's yeah, there's Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers, but those are two of probably 22, right? But it's interesting because the Lions haven't had internal discussions per Kyle Meinke about Debo Samuel, and they, that's 
just like they do with every player that is available. What does it mean? I don't think it means much, but it's intriguing. Definitely intriguing. I just think, you know, when you look at the Lions coming into next year, they could be really, really good, or they could be really, really bad. But I think they'll be better than people think. I think Romeo Aquara coming back, that's going to be a huge help. Charles Harris being there, you know they're going to add the defensive end at some point in the draft. You got to get that defense better. And you got to get a safety because Aaron Glenn loves his safeties. And, uh, you know, Deshaun Elliott, he's a good piece of good depth to safety. But if you can get a guy like Lewis Seen from Georgia, that could really, really help that team. You know, the, the Lions, they've always struggled. They've always struggled with, um, you know, not being the smartest, you know, team, you know, always not really making the right decisions. I think with, the, with Brad Holmes, you're going to see how good you have it with this draft. And you're not going to know after the draft. You're going to know when the season ends next year. You're going to know how good of a general manager you have and how confident you are in this, that, this general manager. I'm confident that Brad Holmes can take home some good stuff. Confident he can do that. I think he's the right man for the job. I think he's a smart man who, you know, listen, I interviewed with Brad Holmes when he was at LA for his uh, the college scouting and, I ultimately didn't get it because, you know, COVID happened and all that stuff. But he's one of the smartest people I've ever been interviewed by. That's just that's putting it simple. He's he's so smart. He knows the game inside and out. There's things that he looks for that you wouldn't really think of because that's not really the top of mind. But, you know, one of the things that he looked at, especially with a guy that was coming out of college, you know, he was a he was a safety he didn't really show much at Ohio State. He was, you know, he was he was a, he was average safety at Ohio State. And he said, you know, he asked the question, "What do you think of this guy? This guy? This guy?" And I was like, I told him, and then, and then he goes into the whole thing about you know, when you're looking at a player, you're you're trying to see if they can match and to become an NFL player. You look at their their, their the way that they fight. And the way that they put themselves in position, and when they're out of position, how how fast they get themselves back into position, and that's always something that I've been looking at as as far as concerned as uh, as draft prospects. I think I think the the Jackson. I think uh, when you look at the Lions, they're obviously going to hedge on what the Jacksonville Jaguars do. What do the Jacksonville Jaguars do? No one knows. They're really they're really weird organization, but if you're Brett Holmes, if you're a Lions fan, you have to be happy where you're going because you're going in some elite places and I really do think that, you know, let's see what Jared Goff has next year. Don't draft a quarterback. Don't draft a quarterback this year because you really don't need one at this point. Um, it really don't make much sense for, for the Lions to take a quarterback. I mean, whatever Brett Holmes decides, if he did draft a quarterback, he's married to that quarterback, and that's the quarterback that he takes. But I, I don't think Brad Holmes would take a quarterback at this point in his uh, his tenure. I think he still wants to build a team and then put a quarterback around that, that team that's built. And that's what I think. And 
hopefully we'll start to learn more, but we'll have a daily podcast about the Lions going forward. This will probably be about five, ten minutes at the most, so you can uh, listen in every day and you know, hear some tidbits and try to figure out what you're doing. Uh, who you want to draft, and we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of collaborate. Uh, and you'll be mentioned in the podcast. We'll, we'll kind of do some community type stuff. Uh, this is between the Whistles Detroit, your hometown team. This is Lions talking. This is the end of the episode, and um, we will see you next week. Sunday will probably be with us, so that'll be fun. So um, probably be around Wednesday, and uh, we'll know for sure if she's a Republican nominee for a Secretary of State. We will see you next week on Between the Whistles Detroit, your hometown team presented by Wild Bill's Tobacco.